Good morning, uh, everyone who's joining me this morning for the uh, Downtown Christian Church devotional and morning prayer to kick off our day. Um, yeah, it's just a, just an honor to be able to continue to do this, and it's a really it's really just a blessing to me. It really helps me. Like I like to get prepared, but I like to get prepared in the Word. So, man, it just truly blesses me. Whether it's you know a short little scripture or whatever, it just and to be able to ponder on it, and that's what we I, I get to share with you all. So it brings me great joy, um, and it just fills me up every time I get to do this. So uh, hopefully it does the same for you. Um, yeah, I think I got a really, uh, it's a really uh, impactful word this morning, I hope, for, for people that are listening or will hear it later today or whenever. Um, we hear some uh, encouraging things from time to time, and uh, sometimes it's repeated, but uh, this morning is uh, just to not give up. Um, I just want to encourage people to not give up whatever it may be um, whether it be a struggle or you're just hoping for something um, something to change um, whether it be for yourself for somebody you've been praying for um, I just really feel like the Lord just wants to tell us it's just what I'm hearing is to not give up so it's really just to be hopeful for some people it's to be hopeful again like maybe you have given up and that's okay but God hasn't given up so that's what I want to share this morning, and I got some scripture to back that up. Um, so yeah, let's just uh, let's dive into a little word that we get to snack on, almost as if it's our morning breakfast here. And it's from uh, the book of Luke, chapters five or chapter five, verses one through eleven. Um, and this one's a pretty common one if you have ever been in church or around church. You probably heard this story. Um, so let's, let's start it off. It says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Now I just got to stop right there because something really stands out to me. So you got Jesus, he's standing on the lake and he's talking to the crowd. Or he's standing, you know, by the shore of the lake. He's talking to the crowd around him. And it says they're listening to the word of God. So for us, we read the Bible. You know, and then if somebody says it out loud, that's us listening to the word of God. But there it is, the word of God, Jesus speaking to the crowd, and they're listening to the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. I just love that part. I don't know why. All right, let's go on. In verse 2, he saw at the water's edge there was two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. So these guys are done. They've come in from a long night of fishing. Now they're cleaning up all the barnacle or whatever that may be trapped in their nets. They gotta take care of their equipment, right? So they're they're washing it, getting ready to put it up for the day. And they probably want to go to bed. Because they've been fishing all night. Verse three. He got into one of the boats. This is Jesus, the one belonging to Simon, or Simon Peter, and asked him to put out a little bit from the shore. Then he sat down and he started teaching the people from the boat. So these guys are tired, but hey, they're going along with it. This guy's speaking some good stuff, so Let's bring them out in the water so the crowd can hear him better. And there's probably a bigger crowd kept gathering around, so it gave Jesus some space and some comfort to talk. In verse 4, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, All right, let's go out to deeper water and let down the nets for a catch. So here it goes. They've been fishing all night, probably all week, and they haven't caught anything. I don't know if you've ever been out fishing before or hunting or something, and you just ain't getting anything. 
And you're like, man, this was the last straw. This was the last time. This is what I believe these people were at. And they're like, man, we've been doing this for a long time. And we know the best fishing that night anyway. And now the sun's up. It's like, yeah, there's no way. But Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But you say so, I will let down the nets. Now, I don't know about you, but I sense some sarcasm there. It's like, yeah, okay. If you say so, let's go. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where somebody's giving you advice and uh, you just go along with it just to prove them that they're wrong. Like, see, I told you so, there's no fish here. That's what I'm getting here with this tone in verse 5. In verse 6, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. I can't imagine how large that is. That's crazy. Because we're talking, these nets are like made out of real thick rope. And for that many fish to start to break the nets, I tell you, man, that's our God. He's a God of abundance. And when he shows up, he shows out. Amen. Verse 7, so they signaled the other boat. So they were out there with their other dudes uh, in the other boat. They said, come on over, man. We need your help. And they came over. And then that boat was so full that they began to sink. We're talking about a lot of fish. When the Lord brings the harvest, man, it's huge. Verse 8, when Peter, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were the, so, and so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. See, he has to tell them to not be afraid because there was so much doubt and, like, bewilderment. But when Jesus comes through, it's like, oh, my gosh, you really are God, you know? It blows him away, and he falls at his knees. And in verse 11, so they pulled their boats up on shore and left everything and followed him. So it really screams obedience here as well. Um, so, yeah. Like I said in the beginning, I really feel like you may, we, I don't know, maybe it's you, maybe it's me. Um, I know I experience it. We've been using the word season a lot and we just, we just keep coming back to that. So you may be in this season where it feels like it's still dry. Um, your nets are empty. Um, maybe you feel like God hasn't come through for you and you're ready to give up. You're ready to give up on him, yourself, whatever it may be. You just feel so discouraged that maybe you become desensitized to your situation. Like you become numb that, you know, and then somebody comes along and offers a solution, you know, and you just dismiss the advice and you almost go the other way just to say, yeah, whatever, whatever you're saying, uh-uh. And you know, you just got to hold on to the truth and the promises of God. I just want to encourage whoever it is that's listening that may be struggling with that, that you're in that time in your life that season where you just you're numb um you know that's just that's how that's how peter felt simon peter in the boat when he was fishing you know probably the same way like hey man i've been fishing this same spot this same lake and we haven't been catching anything but god just wants to tell us don't give up um there's a song by the torwaltz brian and katie torwalt if you've ever heard of them it's um wouldn't it be like you to come different than we thought, different than we want, 
but better. That's um one of the choruses in the song, and I just love that. It says, speaking of God, wouldn't it be like you to come different than we thought or even different than we want, but better? See, it just reminds me of this fishing story here with uh, the guys in the boat that with Peter that uh, Jesus went out with. Like, it's the morning time. They've been fishing all night. That's when it, it looked like they should have caught fish, but it didn't. Well, maybe there's something in your life like, hey, I've been praying for this thing to happen this way. And it's just not showing up. But when God shows up, it's probably, I know from experience in my life, it's probably not going to look the way you were hoping and thinking it was going to show up. But when it comes, it comes better. Like those nets were so full when they caught those fish that it started breaking the nets. The boat started to sink because the blessing was so abundant. And that's what I believe. Jesus is so abundant when he blesses us that it's going to start to sink the boat because the catch is so big. It's going to start to tear your nets. So that's coming. I want to encourage people that that breakthrough is coming. Um, I don't know when and I don't know what it looks like, but don't give up because he's better. I just want to encourage us this morning with that. Um, you know, also from time to time, I mean, there's, you know, God asks us to do stuff that may seem impossible that we've done before, right? Something that we may have tried in the past and failed at. So we've lost our confidence in the future. And I just want to tell people Jesus is hope. He's our future. Um, it's in these moments that we have a choice, you know. Um, we choose to trust and obey or dismiss what he has for us and to be obedient to what he has. You know, I've, I've heard this. Um, before a miracle happens, uh, how does it go? I'm trying to remember. Um, obedience happens before the miracle. It's something like that. Um, if that makes sense. Not all the time, but oftentimes there's obedience before a miracle. And maybe it is all the time. I'm not sure. But it, it was in this case. Jesus asked them to go out on the water again. Go to a place that they've been failing at over and over again. But when Jesus asks you and you obey, and that obedience follows a miracle. So I just want to pray for us today. Um, you know. Well, maybe you just got to ask yourself today, what might happen and how might you react if after a long and, you know, a fruitless evening of serving the Lord or a fruitless time of, you know, trying to do what he wants you to do. Don't let your, would your weariness win? Um, would you give up? Um, is somebody that you're praying for to maybe come back to the Lord and you've been praying for a long time? And you haven't seen it come to pass? Are you going to give up? I don't know. What about... Or if he asks you to do something that you've been doing for a long time. Anyway, let's pray. Um, Jesus, we just uh, thank you for today. We thank you for your word um, and the scriptures that give us examples of people who struggled just like we do. <clears throat> and then you show up on the scene, God, and... Uh, you change it, and you change it better than we ever thought, or better than we ever could imagine, because you are the God of abundance, Lord. I just uh, pray that each and every person that hears this, Lord, would just hear your word, um, and, and it would just touch their heart and, and change their day today, God, to uh, just bring them hope and uh, encouragement to don't give up, whatever, situ whatever situation they're in, God. Um, just touch their hearts today um, and bring them courage to uh, 
step forward. Maybe take that first step out from the boat with you, God. It's in your great name that we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me this morning.